Welcome to the Health Fix Podcast, where health junkies get their weekly fix of tips, tools, and techniques to have limitless energy, sharp minds, and fit physiques for life. Hey, health junkies. On this episode of the Health Fix Podcast, I'm interviewing Dr. Anthony Balduzzi. He's the founder and CEO of the Fit Father Project, as well as the Fit Mother Project. And after experiencing a pivotal moment in his childhood when he watched his father work himself to death, and then his father passing at an early age of 42, Anthony was like, I've got to do something to not go down that same pathway. So eventually became a naturopathic doctor. And now he is just crushing it, helping folks, over 60,000 actually families across 100 countries through his Fit Father and Fit Mother programs. He's an inspiring guy and has a lot of great tidbits that you do not want to miss out on. So let's introduce you to Dr. Anthony Balduzzi. Hey, health junkies. I have Dr. Anthony Balduzzi on, and I'm really excited to chat with him because he's a fellow naturopath. And when we get together, we get super excited. So Dr. Anthony, welcome to the Health Fix Podcast. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Well, gosh, you know, my first question is always like, so how'd you get into this gig? So, of course, I'm going to start with that. I saw some stuff about dad. Gosh, parents, they are definitely one of those things that will pull on our heartstrings and set us off in our mission. And boy, that's how I got to this. So tell us, tell us about dad. Tell us about how you found out about naturopathic medicine. For sure. I mean, it's definitely a story of my parents in in two ways. And I'll I'll give you the beginning <laughs> and the later part of how my parents tie this together. The first part is I had a unique childhood. I mean, in many senses, I was just like a normal kid. I was born and raised in upstate New York, and I grew up between there and Toronto, Canada. And I just like love playing outside with my brother, riding my bike, feet on the grass. Like I felt very connected to nature intuitively from a young age, but it was more from like the vantage point of play. And then I had some interesting early life experiences is my dad did like many parents do just basically worked himself to the bone because it's his, his mind, like I'm here to provide. So I'm going to work really hard and his health routines kind of got put on the back burner and I watched him deteriorate. And in a very sudden way, there was one day he was at home and he had a seizure and it was like so scary to see him like on the floor convulsing. And as a young kid, I think when he had his first seizure, I was around three or four, like to see your parent look so helpless is like, it, it, it's hard to even compute because the, you look up to them, they're the law and order, they're your superheroes, they're the loving protection. Um, and then over the next several years, he was diagnosed with terminal brain cancer. He had two brain surgeries, multiple bouts of radiation, and like he even lost function when they cut out a big part of the tumor in his brain, a part of the whole side of his body. So I got to see from a very young age what it looks like when you lose your health and what the traditional medical approaches were. And it wasn't like, oh my gosh, I'm going to become a naturopath from that period of time. But it did get me to really appreciate health um, and what happens when we lose it and also the challenges that parents have. And my dad eventually died when he was just 42. I was nine years old and it set me on a trajectory to get really serious about my life. Like, obviously there was a tremendous amount of pain when you lose a parent. But I also felt like, cause I was the oldest sibling to my younger brother and trying to help out my mom, like I stepped up in a big sense. And I also had an intuitive sense that there's stuff I could do with my own health to like make myself better. And my mom was a huge inspiration for me and she still is. And she gifted me a pair of my dad's dumbbells and I started to exercise right around my 10th birthday. Um, and not that I knew what I was doing at the time, but I guess it was a form of healing. And I realized like when everything felt like it was kind of spinning out of control, if I could invest in the stuff I was doing with my fitness and at least put some energy into this, I could get like a tangible result. So I hit my little sand dumbbells underneath my bed and I pull them out after mom tucked me in and start to exercise. And I began to get stronger, but all, most importantly, I began to feel better. 
And I didn't know at the time, but I was kind of like activating my body's own natural pharmacy. And I guess I was also like aligning myself, I would say like spiritually to the idea that in these really tough times, you can still use this power to create and you can use this power to constructively build something new. And I was building myself up. And as I began to train and like stopped eating sweets, you know, around my 10th birthday, I was like an odd kid in that sense. But <laughs> it started to pay off very quickly because when I got into high school, like I had muscles and I was strong and it gave me a sense of confidence. And my friends were like, how do I get strong? So I started helping people. And what I knew at the time was basically a combination of what I'd figured out with what I could read in muscle magazines and really from a fitness lens. Right. But I knew I needed to get more protein and do some kind of training and recovery was kind of important. And I was starting to piece it together. Um, and then when I got into college, like I actually got very serious about fitness and bodybuilding and I kind of became like my first early identity, if you will. Um, I became so, so obsessed. Like I went to my guidance counselor in high school and I told him like, I want to get into a great school, but like the best school I can get to that also has the nicest gym. So we went down like the list and we fought, we settled on this one school, University of Pennsylvania in Philadelphia. And like I applied, I got in and when I visited with my mom, you know, which are like full circle, it was a cool moment to like to be there and, and having gotten into a good school, they had a bodybuilding show at post in the gym. And I'm like, mom, I'm going to win this bodybuilding show one day. So I trained and I trained and I entered it as a freshman and I got destroyed. You know, I did okay, but you know, like I, I was just getting started, but I came back and, and invested more into fitness and training and I ended up winning it as a sophomore. And then again, as a senior. And it was such a cool thing because I didn't realize I was getting into the in underpinnings of some naturopathic medicine through the lens of fitness, because fitness and bodybuilding is all about how do I maximize the way my body looks through sleep, recovery, supplementation, training, circadian rhythm stuff. And like the goal is to like look a certain way. So it was definitely like kind of e a mix of ego driven and competitive, kind of like a sport, but I was also understanding the power of nutrition. It's like so foundational. Like it was the inputs that could really help me change. And I learned a lot and I cared a lot. Um, and as I graduated, I, I wanted to either go into some kind of nutrition field. My mom's like, look, when I was, you know, helping your father go through his stuff, you know, one of the things that did help him when he was going through cancer was alternative treatments. You know, he was getting acupuncture. He was getting some herbal treatments. He was getting stuff that was considered quote unquote Eastern medicine. She's like, you got to check out naturopathic medicine. I think this is everything that you want that you don't even know that you need yet. And like heavy words to get from your mom. So I did explore it and I realized this is just so, so cool. And so I, I ended up going to naturopathic medical school in, um, in, in Arizona, there's the Southwest college of naturopathic medicine now, now known as Sonoran university. And it is just so, I was so humbled to get in naturopathic medical school because I thought I knew so much coming in as like <laughs> right. a 20 year old egotistical bodybuilder who had a lot of success and definitely knew some things, but it just opened my world to the the holistic approach to medicine, the appreciation that the body can heal itself, all the different modalities. And I guess it honestly like opened the road for this, not just becoming about health and fitness in the body, but a spiritual harmony in terms of how we can align our lives so that we're kind of like in accordance with natural law. And then, and then full circle to help people like my dad who are trying to do their best, but you know, couldn't really figure out how to get all the pieces together. So I started taking my background in fitness with naturopathic medicine. And I eventually started the fit father project with the mission of helping guys like my dad, who may not have had a horrible disease yet, or maybe they have, but how do they get the weight off? How do they start living better and make it sustainable? And we've had over 50,000 guys over the past 10 years, go through our programs and have incredible success. And we had fit mother project started off of like the momentum of that, because a lot of guys had wives, sisters, coworkers, and they're like, we, we need to help the ladies. So fit mother's been up and running for about five years. And we've helped, I think around 15,000 ladies through that. So like, I'm on a mission to help busy parents now also being one parent too. you know, I have a daughter, Brooke, she's amazing. And it also really kind of ties it home for me about how health is like 
a lot about our families. It's a lot about our, our motivations for staying healthier beyond just our physical body. And if you're over 40, you can absolutely make phenomenal changes. Like it, you can, it, it, the, the margin for error is a little smaller. There are certain things that you need to do with exercise that make it better to like get better results and optimize recovery. So this is the mission that I'm on now. I love it. I love it. You know, I always like it when there's someone who comes to naturopathic medicine with a background in fitness. Because there's just that, like, like you found that perfect meld between someone who's geeky enough to tweak and, t- and kind of tone. Yeah. I say tone, but tune up, tone up. Some people don't love the word hack, but like mm-hmm. you, you're hacking your body basically yeah. when you're trying to look a certain way. And then sure. you figure out, ooh, how could I do this without the drastic crap that happens yeah. in the fitness For industry? Sure. So nice, nice. So you have helped quite a decent lot of people. Holy cow. Now it looks like online, but ha- did you ever practice in person or, or all online here? Everything's been it was online. all, all online since day one. And this was like my wow. vision. I remember even, even before the first day of naturopathic medical school, like I knew that I was in, well, it kind of goes back to like when my, I believe that our motivation, our, our mindset and our connection to our deep alignment and reasons is what makes this health and fitness and lifestyle journey, like spiritual. It's what connects us to our own inner guidance and truth. And I guess for me, when I look back to how my mom and I kind of were healing through my dad's death, when I was very young, she would play like these Tony Robbins tapes, like awaken the giant within and unleash your inner power. And like, that got me into this world of being like a self-directed agent and finding motivation understanding psychology and human behavior. So I knew that there was a world out there where you could help people at scale, kind of like Tony Robbins did. So even on the first day of naturopathic medical school before orientation, I was like trying to shoot videos for some online program I was trying to create. So I had a plan and those never saw the light of day, but this was like a many thing in the works. So I was kind of building up to this in school and I ops, I, I absolutely connected with the idea of doctor as teacher, like a big principle of naturopathic medicine is the idea of like, we're here to instruct and help our patients ultimately become the bosses and owners of their own body and kind of break this weird cycle we have with Western medicine where the doctor's on a pedestal, the patient feels disempowered and there's this weird relationship. So it was always about teaching for me from day one. That's so cool. That's so cool. Yeah. My videos that never made the light of day were more fails in the kitchen of trying to put <laughs> herbs and food yeah. into crazy things. That's really, that's really awesome that you are already aligned. You know, I think about naturopathic doctors and 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 getting into the industry gosh if we would have had some teachings like you did with the tony robbins at the front end versus mm-hmm. the back end of the training right yeah look out world um yeah. <laughs> so with with what you you took from there and you're you're working on your your fitness while you're in school were you were you getting some naturopaths to work out with you were you kind of helping folks train too then on that side? Heck yeah, for sure. There was a group of us that would lift at like a local gym nearby the school and talk about a good, like we all in our lives have, we have busy lives and stressors in many ways. And I think the people who are healthy have healthy stress outlets. Like you still are getting that, the hit of whatever neurotransmitters or a way to socially connect or some place to like have some kind of like escape, if you will, might not be the perfect word, but like fitness can be once you get into the rhythm, one of those. And we had so many kids that would lift with us at this little like gym nearby. So yes, fitness got me through naturopathic medical school and not to go on a huge tangent, but I guess like a significant part of my life story is in my senior year of naturopathic medical school, I took a skiing trip with one of my friends and it was probably like four months before graduating. Um, and I was skiing like an idiot, like young kid in his twenties filled with testosterone. Like I'm a good skier, but I was skiing, skiing with a lot of ego. 
and I made some bad decisions and I ended up getting in like a near life ending ski crash. I hit a tree in Durango, Colorado, going like 30, 40 miles per hour, shattered my leg, broke my arm. And I was in a wheelchair through the end of naturopathic medical school. And I guess to, to kind of tie it up is even though it was a crash, a bad crash that helped me like kind of undo a lot of the identification I had with my body that I gained through bodybuilding, you know, being so into the fitness and personal growing when I had this huge deconstruction and spiritual awakening that happened through that experience as well. And I guess I bring that up because I want to speak to people going through all sorts of challenges and how like what we experience in our bodies can be some of our greatest teachers. And a lot of times our different mental habits and patterns show up in our bodies. And a lot of times your body breaking down is a huge wake up call to turn inward and like develop a deeper sense of self and deepen relationship with self. And that's been my experience. And I'm so grateful that I wrecked my body and I ended up having six surgeries on my right leg including a leg lengthening surgery. So I've had to go through a lot to, to go through here. And I've experienced a ton of Western medicine, a ton of naturopathic care in the process. And like this whole self-healing journey, if embraced, I believe can lead us to a beautiful life, like to surrender into whatever's happening with our bodies, obviously to aim for great wellness, but also to embrace the times when we're deviating off that track or, or the times when we don't have health exactly like we'd want it. There's lessons to be had in these bodies beyond just like, let's try to live a long, healthy life as good as possible. Even in the breakdown, there's a lot of truth there. I like that you mentioned that because I think that's when a lot of people come to you, you know, dads in particular guys, at least what I've seen is it's gotta be pretty bad. Mm -hmm. either mentally or physically for a guy to be like, look, I need some help. At least yeah. what I've seen um, in, in my practice when the wife drags the husband in since sure. of course I have more women coming in. Um, but even with women, and, and I think just in society in general, we're not really thinking about how certain things that happen to us can be the beauty in the whole process. And so you're describing your leg. I'm sure you have a lot of folks with different stories. Would you share just so folks can relate a little bit to like what kind of dads, moms too, all of, all of the above, what kind of stories do you get on, on in the average of, of people coming in and, and different situations that have happened to them where they're coming in at like ground zero for you? For sure. Well, I mean, I think the, the thread of the hero's journey that underlies all these, these health transformations is like, is the same. It's basically someone has the inner sense that how they're living is not their highest, best path. And maybe it's like what I just heard from one of our, one of my customers and team members. We just were up in Washington a couple of days ago at a Ragnar relay, running a relay race. <laughs> and like, we had a team of like 12 people and they've lost close to like 500 pounds together. And now they're running like these big races. And he was telling me how it was like Christmas it was Christmas Eve and he was basically around 45, I think 45, between 45 and 50 years old. And he's sitting across with his wife and both of them just felt like absolute shit, you know, just exhausted. And it kind of was like a low point moment for him, which oftentimes we have the time around the holidays or the January 1st or a birthday, or we see a photo of ourselves on vacations, or we look in the mirror. Finally, when there's a little bit of breathing time, where we're like, man, I drifted like quite far. Like it could be a wake up moment that could be like blood work with a doctor. Like you need to lose weight, could be a chest pain scare. Um, but a lot of times there's just this acceptance, like the transformation starts with truth of hearing the inner voice that something is not quite congruent here. And then you have to get clarity to, to even like know where to even 
get help, where to start Mm -hmm. to seek help for a lot of our members end up going on like Google and typing in best fitness plan for people over 40 or over 50, or how do I lose weight as a 50 year old man? And like, so we, we thankfully for on the business side of things, wrote a lot of those articles, shot a lot of those YouTube videos. So people find it. And in a lot of people who are in the mindset that they realize they need an age specific solution, like the stuff they did, maybe when they were in the military in the twenties or thirties, or when they were an athlete beforehand, or just like the diets and cleanses they tried in the past, obviously weren't the sustainable long-term solution. So they have the clarity to realize I need something that's a little bit different. And then I think what's unique about what we do at fit father and fit mothers, we're not just like fit man and fit woman. Like we're connecting health to our things that most people value, which a lot of people value their families and rightfully mm-hmm. so like it, and it implicit in this idea is that we're not just getting healthy for ourselves, which we want greater alignment. We want more energy. We don't want to feel bloated. We want to have healthy body. That's not in pain all the time. We want to look a certain way that makes us feel confident but also understanding that we as a node are in relation to everyone around us. Certainly our nuclear family and our the way we live and our decisions are absolutely affecting our kids and our spouse. And we know when we're feeling good, everyone else gets to kind of feel that energy and, and rise to the occasion. Like that's, that's the beautiful thing about humans is like we can vibrate in such a way that we can elevate others or we can, you know, kind of bring others down. So the interconnectedness of all this and helping people connect to a deeper reason why to get healthy is key because let's face it, it's like, there's so much freaking information out there. I'm sure even on your podcast <laughs> alone, so many people have talked about a lot of the principles of good nutrition, exercise, sleep supplements, all these things. Information is not the solution. It's like a combination of getting a sustainable system in place that takes info and like gets it into your life in a less frictiony way. So a sustainable meal plan, workouts that actually work for you and your time schedule, and they're not too busy or take too much time on that front. And then connecting deep to your motivation and helping rewire some of the neural patterns because that's what has people suck. Anyone can get on a plan for a week or maybe some people for a month, maybe some people for three months, but like people slip off track. So it's, it's a psychological thing too. And so we basically do a really good job of packaging all that into an experience that allows people to walk their own hero's journey in health. And yes, they lose weight. Yes. They get exercise habits. Yes. They improve their fitness and all this stuff. But like, more importantly, they get this sense of like becoming aligned again. They get the sense of breaking any bit of addiction that they have, because we all have some kind of addictive tendency, whether it's to the late night TV, to the phone, to the sugar, to substances, like those are coping mechanisms and we can help shift and break those. It's a stepwise process. It's certainly not overnight, but when you do, you feel free. You feel free and the body feels free. It feels less pain. It feels energized. So the promise is fantastic. That's like what I love seeing. And again, we've had so many people lose weight. We've had people in their sixties lose 200 pounds. We've had people in their fifties get six pack abs. You know, it's very possible. It just needs a more strategic solution for people 40 plus. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I I have women coming to me all the time and they're like, yeah, doc, I want to lose weight. Unfortunately, we have this information overload, you know, like so-and-so said, I need to fast for, you know, 21 hours a day. So I got to do that. Mm -hmm. And then I got to do this. And, and what we're really overlooking is what you're talking about there, the habits, the mindset, these Mm -hmm. kind of things. How do you guys start with folks in the process? How, how does it look if someone's going to work with you? Like how, how does it look to start the process of changing the mindset? Because I think for a lot of people, they think weight loss you know, and they think getting fit and they don't think necessarily about the mind side of it. For sure. And like, that's exactly what we start with before we give people like our, the actual meal plan and nutrition principles. That's like step two. Step one is we walk them through a combination of, I guess you could think of as journaling reflection and like a little bit of like a, 
inspirational process to help people tap into their deep why power and their reason. So it comes down to actually taking the time, roughly 30 minutes to one hour to answer very truthfully some powerful questions. Like look at what your core values in your life are, at least what you consciously think those are. Realize and ask yourself, how is my health related to all these areas? Like how is my health related to my ability to make money? How is it related to my ability to be a parent? How is it related to my sense of spirituality, my self-confidence? So we're starting to make some new neuro associations. And we're also going to look at like both the pain and the pleasure of this thing. Like what happens if I continue on and don't make changes in one years, five years, 10 years, like how will all those other areas be affected? And what could happen if I do make some changes? Like what is possible for me? So we're boosting up the pleasure. We're also boosting up the pain notes too, to help people like realize that there's a certain amount of urgency underlying this. And then we help people get real about the costs. Like, what is it going to take for you to actually like succeed with this? Well, it's going to mean I clean out the pantry and I shop for different foods. That's going to require that I do some reading and some learning and create a new meal plan. This is going to mean I'm going to set aside 30 minute sessions a couple times a week to exercise. And I'm going to have to actually have to buy a pair of dumbbells and like clean up the garage. So I have a little workout space. So we make it a very conscious process where people can both get the emotional side of it, but also the logical side to be like, okay, this is the clarity of what it's actually going to take. And then it culminates in people making a decision and actually writing a mission statement. So I was really big into um, this like it was like the Harvard goal study where they looked at a bunch of Harvard students and they followed up with them years later and saw who was like the most successful. And they found that one of the big predictors was like having written goals. I mean, these are all people who are going to Harvard. They're all presumably very smart and accomplished, but like there was a big gap in what they succeeded in written goals, like have a lot of power to them. And I guess on the very logical side is like you crystallize things down and you have clarity. And then when you print that out and use a very visual thing, you're making like a statement. It's a little more crystallized. And I think now we'll get a little metaphysical. We all have desires, but desires ultimately need to translate into like more concrete things, into habits, into actions and consistencies. And a mission statement is a way to like bring that into your environment. So we have people print that out read it daily. And also just like they made the conscious decision to take something internal and put it on words, sign it and get it into the external environment. Now, does that solve the whole mindset thing? No, but it creates the good, healthy soil through, through which we can start to like water and nurture some more. And then where the mindset really starts to change and shift is like ideally in those first 30 days, when you're taking action, the beautiful thing about losing weight is you can see a good amount of results in 30 days. If you clean up your nutrition, you start walking, you hydrate, you can lose 10 pounds plus in 30 days in a healthy way and feel so much better, less bloat, better stomach, all these kinds of things. And that's intrinsically motivating. And then just the process of showing up every day and like getting into the dojo and like learning, trying things, tracking, like that's slowly rewiring the psychology. And it, it takes a long time. If you've been unhealthy for like 10, 20 years to make a complete transformation mentally and physically, physically, you can do it in six months to a year. Mentally, it can take a while to continue to unwind some of these old habits and patterns and self-image things. Um, but, you know, there's a lot that can be done. It's a full process. And this is why this is not just about health. Like right. this is your ability to consciously create and recreate yourself. This is your ability to connect to your deepest inner motivations and desires and express those successfully into the world. This is your ability to face whatever has been holding you back in terms of something that keeps you trapped in a certain kind of cycle and break that. Like 
man, talk about like personal work. This is like the body just happens to be the dojo for you, like getting on there and doing some powerful stuff. So I think when it's in that frame, it's so much different than this is a fitness kick. It's so much different than I'm on a little cleanse or a detox. This is like, I am heroically looking at changing the fabric of my mind and my body with my daily actions. I know it's going to be challenging, but I know it's worth it. So I'll show up today to do that. That's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, I think for most health plans, even now where I've gone with my hormone, you know, program, same thing. It's like, we're changing your life here. We're not just going to give you some hormones and, mm -hmm. you know, put the bandaid on and call it good. You know, same thing goes with just stepping into planet fitness, you know, mm -hmm. for $10 a month mm -hmm. versus a whole life transformation type of program. So can you share with us, maybe you've got a favorite client or someone that really like blew your mind in terms of how they transformed their health. Can you give us like a little synopsis of someone and, and how it went down so folks can have an example? Yeah, for sure. Well, I'll give you a very real life example. You know, I just, I told you that I just got back from that Ragnar Relay. And this is a person who was one of our earliest clients who now actually runs our customer service division, which is super cool <laughs> how like that all happens. His name is Craig Taylor. And he came to us basically after being uh, overweight since childhood, but he got like grossly overweight to the point where he was like, let's just say five foot seven and over 300 pounds. He'd been a minister for many years and, um, and he just like felt incongruent inside because he never had the health component, right. And being never really being a fit guy, didn't know that he could even do it. Um, but he started down the fit father process. He did the mission statement. He got set up on a sustainable meal plan, which by the way, I am a big proponent of the fact that all different sorts of diet plans can fit in. You can be plant-based and follow this lifestyle. You can be carnivore and follow this lifestyle. You can fast or not fast. What's key though is, is, is not to go sidetrack too much on the story, but it's that you find the thing that's going to be sustainable for you and it fits into your schedule and you have a plan. So slot in the nutrition, he did that. And he wasn't even ready to start exercising. So he started walking for his first month. And I think he lost around 15 pounds. And then he went on to lose a hundred pounds in nine months and oh. get on to get 200 pounds. And he, it was like a phenomenal for him. I mean, he ran a 5k and like the last time he ran a, a mile, I think was in like the fifth grade, he said. So <laughs> what's, what's so powerful to be able to come back at in your fifties and then do that. And here's the, here's where the story gets good. I think is Craig didn't keep the weight off. Like he ended up having some knee and some back pain and, and he backslid and he regained, I think like 50, 60 of those pounds and had to go back through the whole frustration and the guilt of being like, oh my gosh, I did this and now I'm back off or I can't do the running that I love now because my knee hurts. And like that victim mindset started to creep back in for Craig. Um, and he, he was sitting with that, I'd say for like probably about half a year, maybe up to a year. And then just this past January, he decided that he wanted to run this Ragnar Relay again with our team. It's July by the time of recording this. And for the last seven months, he's got off. I think <laughs> he's back under 200 pounds. So he got off another 50, 60 pounds. And now he's back to where he was. And I think I want to share this because what I've realized from helping so many people lose weight is it's not like it's just a finished journey. It's not yeah. like you just like, I, I stamp on the transformation <laughs> folder, like it's done. It's like a constant show up and like fitness is interfacing with the rest of your life. Like maybe there's something crazy that happens when your kids get injured, a parent gets sick, like something changes with job or travel and there's an external stressor and that shocks your fitness system. For Craig, it was like back pain and knee pain and that, that triggered some of his old emotional stuff and he had to go refocus. Like this is the nature of it. And it's not like you succeed once and you're done. It's like you get got to get back up onto the horse and continuously move forward because 
because you reconnect with your why you get your nutrition back in place. You reflect consciously on when you fall off track. What are those triggers? Well, I get a little bit depressed and then I start eating sugar late at night and then I don't sleep great and I don't feel motivated to exercise. So I start drinking some more coffee. Like what is the cascade of things that throws you off? It's about adding more awareness to our habits and our patterns. Because I, I think it's a Carl Jung quote that's like so good. It's like, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. And that's exactly what happens with our bodies and stuff. Like if someone doesn't have the health they want, it's because some unconscious pattern is, is running the show. Um, and you can make that conscious. And sometimes falling off track is what it takes to like learn those lessons. And I believe that Craig is even more resilient now. And he just ran 15 miles and his knee feels <laughs> fine. He got some regenerative PRP injections, started taking some good naturopathic supplements, got some more weight off and worked around it. And he's successful. So Craig's a great example and, and there's many, many more, but I think he shows that this is an ongoing journey and you don't win fitness. You, know, you get to show up every day. That's huge that you point that out because I think that is kind of the trajectory of health that I want folks to, to see is that it's a never ending process. It's not that, you know, I've got my hormones balanced or I've got my weight off. It's, it's, you're constantly tweaking this and really understanding what new things come up that will, will set you off, off mm -hmm. your targets, you know? Yeah. For sure. For sure. So tell me this. So you've got your program. How long is the program? And then what happens? Do you have like maintenance phase where folks mm -hmm. are still kind of learning, keeping engaged? How does it work? For sure. I am like a huge believer that of the analogy that getting health and fit, healthy and fit is kind of like launching a rocket where like, if you launch a rocket into space, like you have a team of a bunch of smart people who like understand the physics and like have a plan and a trajectory and then you need to store up like a lot of fuel and energy. And then you need to exert that fuel and energy in a short period of time to like blast out of this inertia that we call gravity. And then once you're out into orbit, it requires a lot less energy, but you still need to like course correct. Like that is exactly what a fitness journey is mirrored. Like the first 30 days are critical. Like when you make a commitment that you want to work on your health and it's saying like a conscious, like I'm going to start some kind of program. I'm going to get workouts on the calendar. I'm going to change the way I eat. I'm going to take my hydration more seriously. I'm going to sleep better. Like when you can get to that point of verbalizing that you have enough commitment. Now what we need to do again is connect deeply to your emotional reservoir. That's partly your fuel as well as give your, give you optimal clarity on where you need to go. So people in the first 30 days, they get on the basic workout program and then they get on the nutrition plan, then they get a habit tracker in place and they're very, very focused for 30 days. Um, so that's like the beginning programs for both our fit father and fit mother have a 30 day phase called FF 30 X or FM 30 X is a 30 day experience of building a lot of momentum and energy and tracking things. It's very, very like immersive learning and life change. And past that, we have all the program tweaks that happen roughly every month for a full year transformation curriculum. And at the end of the year, we have like ongoing sustainable stuff. Not that it's not sustainable along the way, but there are a certain bit like at, you don't have to be working out like a maniac long term to maintain health and fitness. In fact, once you get to a certain level of fitness, it just takes less to continuously maintain what you do have, like one or two high intensity workouts a week, daily walking, staying on your nutrition plan and learning how to not glide too far off. Like you may gain a few pounds on vacation, or you may have had a cheat day that turned into two cheat days, but you have the skills to kind of glide back on track. Um, but it's a typically like a one-year transformation curriculum. And we have program tracks for people's goals, whether it's like health improvements and weight loss, fat loss, 
or if they switch and they're like, I really want to get fit and build a lot of muscle and get strong and make like the fitness aspect of it more intense. We have program tracks for that. So I like to think of it as when people come into fit father, fit mother, it's a choose your own adventure. Like we have the program tracks for you. We incubate you at the right stages. And then as coaches, trainers, and doctors, it's our goal to like continuously, like you're helping, helping them ride a bike. Like at first you're holding them up and then you start to take off some support and you're seeing they're a little wobbly, but you're encouraging them. And eventually everyone can kind of ride the bike on their own with their own momentum. And if they need help and they fall off track, welcome back, like come right back mm -hmm. in, get the training wheel back on for a little bit and we get on going. So it's an ongoing process. We have structured curriculum and it's to meet people where they're at. Nice. Nice. It sounds like you have quite a bit of staff. How many doctors do you have on staff and coaches and, and trainers? Well, we have 20 people working on the program, which is cool, oh, but wow. they're not all, not all doctors, a mix of trainers, coaches, customer support. And, um, yeah, I mean, the cool thing is like, like Craig, we do end up hiring a lot of people from who come through the program because they're like so deeply connected to it. And I believe people who believe in what they do and like, you can really tell it and feel it. Are, yeah. have that kind of infectious energy that can really help and serve others. And I also believe that each of us in whatever areas of our lives are going through these heroes journeys. Like once we get to the other side of it, there's this natural impulse we have to serve. Like when someone breaks free of addiction, they want to become an addiction counselor. When someone becomes financially free, they want to help other people like do these mm -hmm. things too. And so we give people the opportunity to then go like bless others on the other side of that. And so yeah, it's, it's, it's certainly going well. And it's really fun to be able to be in a transformative like space, just like you are. Right. I mean, you get to help people directly. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's fun. It's so much fun. So of course I have to ask, okay, naturopathic wise, are you doing labs? Are you, are you doing herbs? Are you, you know, obviously it's independent, you know, dependent of the person, but I gotta know, like, mm -hmm. are you doing anything like that with folks too? What's cool is we let people as they're going through this journey work with like their pre-existing PCPs. And I'd say like probably like 85% of people are working with like traditional Western MDs mm -hmm. and we're helping them peel off medications. Like they're getting blood work in the beginning. And then after like three to six months and their doctors are lowering, if not eliminating whatever statin or BP mm -hmm. medication they're on. So people are doing their own like primary care physicians as they're going through this program. Um, and herbs for sure. Like basically when we're correcting people in this process, a couple of things we're doing is we're helping improve their blood sugar regulation. We're helping improve gut function. We're remineralizing the body. Um, we're giving them like just really good micronutrients. Gut health is massive, reducing inflammation. So like we, we recommend quite a few like supplements and herbal products in the first 30 days. That being said, like the foundation is certainly for most people is like what they're eating, how they're moving and how they're sleeping. It's like the circadian rhythm activity and nutritional components. So I think what we're really good at is helping people like standardize their first meal of the day to make it healthy, super nutritious, which means typically they're removing inflammatory foods from their diet. We're definitely suggesting things like omega-3s, vitamin D, things like this that are helping correct a lot of levels and, and, and reduce inflammation in the body, curcumin, probiotics. We make some of our own products and supplements that we give people the option to use that can help speed things up. Like for men, there's a lot of cool herbs like ashwagandha, resins like shilajit, stuff for prostate, but like those are optional. Like I believe supplements mm -hmm. are super good, but the foundations like the lifestyle stuff. Um, and, uh, yeah, 
So we do do some of that. And I guess naturopathically, I think what makes it so naturopathic to me is that it's, it's just like, it's lifestyle driven health improvements. And like, I love it when people report back that their doctor is absolutely shocked that they lost 50 <laughs> pounds and they can't believe it. Like, like really, this is just like how the body functions when it gets the right inputs. Like it's, it's, it's just like a natural consequence. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've gotten that quite a bit too, the shock of like, oh, they lost weight. It, it's still possible. And I think for a lot of women, and you've probably noticed this, is a lot of women feel like it's impossible to lose mm-hmm. weight as we get into menopause and beyond. And, and there's this idea that once it's stuck on us, it's not going to go anywhere. And, mm-hmm. and there's this real kind of fear. And then going to the doctor and the doctor being shocked, the weight come up, came off, it, it sometimes can be a little bit, I don't know, I guess, odd to hear in, yeah. in certain cases. Yeah. And I'll say one thing about that though. And like, it is, it is like the case, like absolutely, especially for our women clients over at fit mother project, like it gets harder as you get older, no doubt about that. And I think it's okay to like say that and admit and hormones, I believe are like a, a big part of the picture, but they're not the entire picture. Like oftentimes a lot of ladies think it's their thyroid or hormone dysfunction. That's like the sole reason why they're really struggling. And I'd say it might be 25 in some cases up to 50% of the reason, but there's so many things that you can still do when you learn how to exercise properly, when you dial in your nutrition well. And like we, we make a couple of products that include like things like dim vitex, rhubarb, saffron, you know, magnesium glycinate, you mm-hmm. know, like there's other things in there, like calcium deglucurate that can help, you know, regulate estrogen metabolism and stuff like that. So addressing hormones is key, but I'll tell you this, we do not actually personally prescribe bio HRT, or we're not like managing people's hormones in like a medical sense. And we have ladies lose all sorts of like 50, hundred pounds, like whatever at any age, like it is possible. It's slower than men. By and large, it just tends to be that way. Like ladies lose it a little bit slower, but a big part of that is actually getting your fitness on and like building some muscle and starting to strength train too. And weight is only like a certain aspect of the journey. Um, and you know, it's, it's, it's super possible to transform. That's what I like to hear that it's super possible. Cause I think for a lot of folks, they've lost some hope. So you have fit mother project, fit father project. What's next for you? What are you guys, what are you up to next? Are you going to get in the kids involved? I'm guessing the kids are already getting involved because the parents yeah. are involved. For sure. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely like a trickle down effect to what happens in healthy households when moms or dads are, are getting healthy, like kids by product will get better models and better influences. So we're working on that. But like, I just think we're honestly in the beginning of like our work. Like there's so many people that need this help right now. There's so many people that need naturopathic medicine, so many people that need to lose weight and improve their cardiometabolic health. Like we're just scratching the surface of the number of people we've impacted. So I definitely want to go even deeper on that. And I'm also a big believer in like, in goodness. And what I mean by goodness is just this, this internal impulse that we all have to like, to do good, to spread good, to like, to make ourselves the best version possible. And then to like radiate whatever that is into our local influence and community. So past what we do initially with helping people get fit and healthy with fit father and fit mother, like we're now starting to like empower people like financially and through opportunities to like, to be more of service in their community. 
Cause it's like, once you're fit and healthy, your, your flame is lit. <laughs> now, what can you do? Right. What can you do? Whether it's service trips, we have a fund where our members can basically apply for like doing good and we'll like pay for their stuff within their communities. And I want to expand more of that. I want to help people obviously make a, make a bigger dent into the, the issue people have with not being able to sustainably lose weight and live healthy after age 40, like, and help more people. Like I, I'm, I plan on writing a book to spread the message more about all this stuff. So I got plans. I feel like I'm in like the first, maybe the third inning of the game. Like I know what's going on, you know, we're doing quite well. We've made some impact, but there's a lot more to do and and maybe expands out into other demographics, but let's be honest, like moms and dads, like this is the propagation of our species. <laughs> Very important yeah. for us to continue to be healthy. And there's lots of people to serve. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well said, well said. So fit mother project fit fatherproject.com for both of them. Yep. That's right. right? And our, our YouTube channels are a great place too. Like we have over like 500 videos across the two channels. So if you want to actually learn more about our, what we do and we have free meal plans and workouts there, and we have a great email list as well. So those are my suggestions. Fit mother, fit father. You can type those in fitmotherproject.com, fitfatherproject.com or check out YouTube. All right. Awesome. Dr. Anthony Baldusi. Guys, wow, this is good stuff. I look forward to seeing all of the good stuff that your folks are cranking out in the communities and helping keep just helping people get fit and and stay healthy for life. Thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. Thanks, doctor. Hey, Health Junkies, are you feeling just off, feeling like you're aging a little bit faster than you want to and wondering what in the world is up? Hey, I might have some answers for you and some direction. If you want to chat with me, I am offering complimentary calls right now. You can head over to Dr. Spelled Out, J-K-R-A-U-S-E-N-D.com. Take my quiz, click on the schedule of chat, and let's talk and see if we can get you in the right direction. And if I'm able to help you, I'm going to let you know. Otherwise, I'm going to help you find what you're looking for. Head over to drjkrausnd.com and check it out now. Hey, fellow health junkie. Thanks for listening to the Health Fix podcast. If you enjoyed tuning in, please help support me to get the word out about the podcast. Subscribe, rate, and review, and just get that word out. Thanks again for listening.